Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy, author of Revenue Growth Engine. Hello and welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast. Daryl Amy here, Trailblazer Growth Architect, helping purpose-driven companies grow revenue so they can scale impact. I'm glad you're here. We're on a mission together to help 10,000 generous organizations double their revenue so we can generate $10 billion in new giving. We've got a phenomenal guest here today talking about a topic that is near and dear to just about everybody, I think, these days, and that's artificial intelligence and how we can incorporate that into our selling. Um, with all that, I just want to say welcome back. We've got an exciting new season planned here at the Revenue Growth Podcast. The guests in line, you're going to definitely want to like or subscribe to make sure to not miss some of these conversations that we have coming up. They're absolutely fantastic. And here at the beginning of 2023, and I say beginning, we're already a month into this year uh, things are happening quickly, and there's a lot of exciting opportunities. And our goal of the podcast is to keep you up to date on the cutting edge with ideas that can help you grow your revenue. Quick shout out to Drew Seacrest, though. Thank you for leaving a review for the podcast. Drew says lots of gold nuggets of sales wisdom in the show. Awesome. That's what we're aiming for, Drew. Um, and I really appreciate you leaving a review. And it's great seeing this community of sales and marketing professionals and entrepreneurs joining together saying, hey, what can we do to drive growth? One of the areas that's a super hot topic right now is artificial intelligence. And I don't know about you, but chances are you've gotten your hands on chat GPT. You've started playing around and realized, uh-oh, this thing just kicked up to the next level. So we have a good powerful conversation lined up today with our guest, Denise Mirtha Bachman. She is an expert on artificial intelligence and sales, and her mission is to elevate both the sales teams and artificial intelligence to help organizations adopt and adapt to the new technologies and cultivate cultures of innovation. She's speaking my love language. That's awesome. Denise helps leaders, sales executives, solopreneurs, employees, teams, and professionals learn all they can about artificial intelligence and automation um, so they can enable the technologies to augment rather than replace humans. And just to prove we are augmenting, not replacing, Denise is here live in the studio with us. What's going on, Denise? <laughs> Hi, Daryl, and Happy New Year, and congrats to a new season. Very exciting. So thank you for having me here today. Well, we're glad you're here to kick it off. And this is uh, this topic right now, all of a sudden, just got vaulted into, uh, into the headlines. You open the Wall Street Journal right now, the cover of the newspaper, Headlines on whatever you're looking at now has to do with artificial intelligence. And it's uh, it's been a topic in the sales world, but I think it just got vaulted up to the next level of urgency. So I'm curious, how did you get involved in um, digging deep? Like, what's the backstory behind becoming an artificial intelligence guru and expert in the sales world? 
Well, it's not too exciting other than, you know, we as sales reps, especially in software, you always have to rely on your software engineers or software consultants. I've been in the space for well over 30 years in, in sales and tech in tech sales. And I became more interested when I started to sell machine learning software or software that had machine learning functionality. And I wanted to differentiate myself from my competitors. So the only way to do that was to actually know and understand the technology so that you could have a credible conversation with your potential clients and or buyers, right? I mean, if you look at buyers today, they don't really love salespeople but they love software engineers. So if you can maybe not replace a software engineer, because there is no way that I could have ever done that, nor do I ever claim to do that. But if I could at least speak to a level in which I could have a conversation that didn't have to be all about sales, but really just about some of the challenges that they were facing, and I could understand them, truly understand them, then I could as well share with them the value of how different functionality features or functions, different functionality capabilities of the software could actually do something to help them fill a gap or meet an expectation or overcome a challenge. And so I just took myself and really learned as much as I could about the space and uh, decided and realized, not decided, but realized how fascinating AI is. Mm-hmm. And how that is not just the future, it's here, it's the now, it's not going anywhere. And it's just a fun and exciting place to be in right now. So that's my backstory. Not very exciting. Well, it is very exciting. It is fun and exciting place to be from one perspective. Another perspective, there's a lot of people going, okay, well, this is a f- little freaky and a, a little bit scary. So when you when you talk with sales professionals and sales leaders about artificial intelligence and um, you know, you start to get that pushback of, look, people buy from people, people buy from people they know, like, and trust. They don't buy from robots. Uh, you know, come on. What what, what would you say to that sales professional that would say, AI, no one's going to buy something from a machine? Come on, man. Well, if we look at some of the stats, actually, people are buying more over the internet and even large $50,000, $100,000 opportunities or deals. They're buying over the internet just like everyone else. That being said, however, the role of AI is not to replace the sales rep, but really just to augment and take over some of their responsibility. I don't know. If, I think it was Harvard Business Review. They quoted a specific percentage. It was, I want to say 15% of sales actually spend um, their time on actual sales. Mm -hmm. So sales, sales activities, the other remainder of that is spent on non non um, revenue based activities. And where AI can come in is it can take some of those mundane tasks that reps are having to spend their time on and actually utilize that extra time that they now gain from passing it over to AI automation solutions and actually spend more quality time on sales related activities that are going to continue to build the business, build the relationship and therefore close the deal. Beautiful. Hence the tagline, automate, not replace humans. And that's music to my ears. And if you think about the way that we live nowadays, I always joke uh, that, uh, you know, while I'm here in the office and we're having this great conversation in my home, there's a vacuum cleaner that's roaming around my home vacuuming. And we don't even think anything of that uh, other than I'm just thankful for it, right? Because there are that automation 
has um, has removed the need to spend time ensuring that my floors are clean, for example. And that's where I think they're, you know, when you look at sales right now and you start to look at technology, um, I think there's a lot of skepticism from salespeople who, you know, I th- I was engaged in rolling out first CRM in a company I worked for and I think it was 97 when we did our first CRM rollout. So maybe it was 95, something like that, over 25, 30 years ago. And, and ever since then, it seems like salespeople have had a lot of uh, baggage around technology. Look, the reason I only spend 15% of my time selling is because technology takes so much of my time. How does artificial intelligence have a promise to make that different for the salespeople are saying, come on, man, I don't, you know, technology, it's the thing that slows me down. What's changing now that you think is going to tip the balance on that to turn this into a more of a perceived asset for salespeople? Uh, well, first, let me qualify. I threw out, I think, 15%. It's actually, I think, somewhere in the 30%. It's 15% of, mm-hmm. of uh, organizations, now that you're speaking of CRM, actually yep. use a CRM solution. We've been in the sales role for quite some time, both you and I. And I think it wasn't actually that we feared or or didn't think that software could help us. It was that it was so cumbersome. And mm-hmm. really, who's who wants to take the time to actually put information into a CRM or any other solution for that matter? Mm-hmm. And I think that is where organizations have failed to truly educate their sales reps on the value of why it's important to actually do that. And more than just giving you 50 billion more places to look for information, right? But rather than to give you good insights that you can, actionable insights that you can actually use to help you close a deal faster. And I think if sales reps could better understand first what the underlying role of any software solution is, and that's really just to enhance what you're doing today and make life easier. It's only as good, however, as the data that you put in. So if you're not taking the time to make those updates into CRM or any other solution out there, then you're not going to get the insights or the data back that you really want. So when the sales reps complain, yeah, it's going to make my my life more difficult. In actuality, if you're putting in the right data, then you'll, what AI will be able to do is take some of those data points and actually turn it into something actionable. So for example, if we talk about in the CRM space, when you go in and you have to look at uh, a company and you've got 12 accounts, let's say 12 enterprise accounts, and you've got to do as much research as you can on each of those accounts. What you have to do usually in a CRM solution is go to 50 billion different places. Now I'm exaggerating. 50 billion is not really the number, no, but it's more like 49 billion. <laughs> probably. It feels it's like lot. it. It's a lot. And so you've got multiple different windows open and different tabs, and you've got, you know, all these notes that you're having to take down because there's not one place to, what if, you could have an AI solution that could actually take all of that data for you and bring it into a really nice report that says, okay, based on this person, based on this individual, he's been at these different companies in the past. This is what his buying is buying trend looks like. Uh, this organization, the last time they bought was the person who bought was this person. And instead of you having to actually go in and manually find it, it brings all that data for you. And then it enables you to take that data and actually do something with it rather than having to spend 60% of your time 
sifting through all of that data. Again, though, it's only as good as the data you put in. So if you could just take five minutes every day and just type in your notes and, and update your contacts, imagine the power of what AI could do then for you, providing you so much data that you didn't have access to that you would have had spent so many, so many hours searching for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is, this is uh, what we're talking about here is, is really along the lines of thinking about this as uh, more of a virtual assistant, somebody that can actually come and do the research and, and put everything together for you. And as you look at, at the things that have been rolled out here over the last couple of months and chat GPT has now become a household buzzword. And of course you're seeing now this great arms race in technical companies between Microsoft and Google and who knows who else is going to pop to the surface in, in saying, Hey, we're the leaders in the next generation of chat uh, or of, of AI. What's, what's interesting to me about this right now is this whole concept of conversational artificial intelligence and actually generating um, things. And I've, I know, um, like many of our listeners, we've all been amazed as we've seen the power of this technology now to um, just go out and find stuff, compile it quickly and bring it together. Um, when you think about some of the technologies that are getting rolled out here very quickly, where do you see these impacting sales and marketing uh, having the biggest, um, the biggest return for sales and marketing people? I think where you're going to see it is, a, is in a couple of key areas. One of them is in, as you mentioned, conversational AI. Mm-hmm. So part of the problem, as you have probably experienced, I'm sure many sales leaders and sales reps have, is that today it takes many more touch points in order to actually make true contact with a potential buyer. Mm-hmm. And as we know, sales reps get bored very easily. And, you know, after five, six, seven touches, they're like, okay, well, first off, do I really have the time to go after someone who doesn't want to respond to me? Or two, I've already sent all of these emails or DMs or tried to make contact with them and nothing's working. So now what am I going to try? And they're just out of ideas or they find a hot opportunity and they leave those behind the, the ones that they didn't spend as much time connecting with. They've left those now behind. Right. And now you've got opportunities that you didn't have an ability to nurture very well for whatever reason. And so now with an AI solution, you can have a conversational AI assistant come in and actually nurture the entire process allowing the sales rep to actually engage whenever they want so that so it can go run through a model. You can Pay attention based on how each of the um, conversations go as to whether or not you want to engage. You can put that AI virtual or uh, digital assistant on hold. You can jump in as the human take over and then put it back into the process and it'll enable that it is continuously nurtured. And now instead of the five, six, seven, eight touches that it takes, where it now takes 15 to 18 touches, every single touch will be taken care of and you still have control over the process at any given point. That's in one area. So conversational AI is going to help not only in nurturing the leads, but then as well, after you've closed a deal, we know that repeat customers are really where your bang for your buck is. Mm-hmm. And that is where a lot of sales reps tend to just walk away. They 
sell the, they close the deal and then they go on to the next. And in reality, if you can nurture your customers, then you can build more opportunity for additional sales with those existing customers. Having conversational AI will enable your customers to be connected throughout the, the evolution of the life cycle of a, of a customer and enable you to continuously send them information, converse with them without it being you, but actually the machine and enable you to continue to nurture them so that you do build more sales thereafter. That's one area. And then the other is you're, today, if you think about forecasting in the traditional sense, there are thresholds or metrics that you manually know, and they're in your own head. They're a knowledge base that's not accessible by anyone else. You know that, you know, Daryl, or I would know potentially Daryl's close rate is about 80%. So if his pipeline says, you know, he's going to close 100,000, I would probably guess he's only going to close about 80,000 of that, right? Um, what and then that's a lucky guess. Sometimes, you know, sales reps are off and maybe that doesn't apply. And there are other metrics that go into determining what the forecasting is when you're closing a deal as it goes through the forecasting model. But having an AI solution go in and look at all the different data points will then not give you a manual threshold, but actually give you good proven data to assess what the forecasting efficiency might be so that you are more accurate in your forecasting models. And today, more than ever, organizations have to be more precise with their forecasting efforts. And hence why um, having an AI solution or someone who's doing all that for them would be much more simple and efficient than having the sales rep or the sales leaders themselves do it. So I think those are two key areas. I love it. I think that's extremely powerful. And going back to the whole cross-sell thing, this is, um, this is something I'm super excited about because I think that I see so many organizations leaving massive amounts of money on the table. Um, I always quote my good friend, Mark Hunter, that says, you don't close a sale, you open a relationship. Yet so many times, those of us with sales in our DNA, you know, we get the order sign and we're off to the next uh, adventure but the reality is there's a lot of low hanging fruit there. So the, the concept of leveraging artificial intelligence to understand the needs of that uh, account and set up the cross sell right there. I mean, that to me is, is a phenomenal untapped market right now for, for companies to be able to go, okay, well, let's, you know, let's do this. And I think one of the reasons why companies are reluctant to just, um, quote unquote, mass market to their existing client base is every client's a little bit different, but artificial intelligence is going to allow for an understanding of what type of client is it? What products and services did they actually buy? So we don't remarket something they already bought and, and all of that, but we come up. So to me, that, that frontier is super, super um, exciting in terms of what companies will be able to do with this. So when you think about all of uh, all of this, and I know there are many sales leaders, marketing leaders, company owners listening in going, okay, guys, this sounds wonderful. I enjoyed watching the Jetsons when I was growing up, but like, what, what in the world, where do we start with this? Like, where's, where's a good place for, uh, you know, a, even a medium size or even a small company to dip their toe in the water to go, okay, let's start to see kind of like, you know, I brought up earlier with the robot vacuum cleaner. That was about a decade ago for me, by the way. I was like, we can we can get rid of this thing. I'm going to automate this, right? 
Um, and where, where are some places, where's the, where are the easy wins for companies, sales teams to, to get started with AI? I think one of the fastest or easiest ROIs is going to be in the converse, conversational AI space, because I think when you find in all of the results that you look at when you research, it's all about having lost so many potential opportunities because there just wasn't enough nurturing. So I think really, if you want a low hanging fruit without spending a lot of time analyzing or determining where it could be, it's always going to be in nurturing your sales or your leads and then nurturing your customers thereafter. But if you really want to look at where the best bang for your buck is individually within your organization, it's really looking at your current sales processes and where are you the most challenged today? So where are you seeing great successes? Then yes, we don't want to touch that area. Don't fix, don't work on fixing something that ain't broke. You know, that Mm -hmm. old saying, Mm -hmm. you know, leave that alone for right now, but look at what area of that sales process is your weakest, largest gap that you need to fulfill. And then go seek someone out who actually knows what solutions are available. Don't waste your time or spend your energies looking yourself because there are over, I think if you look at a CRO stack today, and if, for those of you who don't know what CRO is, although I would suspect most do on here, it's a chief revenue officer. They now have all responsibility for both mm-hmm. uh, sales and marketing, but also enablement. So everything filters to them. Um, one of, I think 8,000 potentially different software solutions are now available for the CRA CRO tech stack. That's a lot. And that's overwhelming and it can get overwhelming. And and because there are so many different technologies available, just looking out on the internet by yourself can leave you overwhelmed enough that you just want to walk away. Find someone who knows how to do this. Find someone who knows what areas or what solutions are needed for your areas that you're looking to fulfill. And then, just figure out then what your requirements are. So you have your gaps, find someone who can help you and then figure out what your requirements are and allow them to do the work for you. So I think that's the easiest way. One is fast. Just look at your leads, nurturing your leads and your current client, current clients. And then the other is use a gap analysis and determine where within your process you're having the, 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 the biggest challenges or gaps. I love that. And at Revenue Growth Engine, you know, I always say that I, the two drivers of revenue, net new and cross sell, most companies know that if they get both going simultaneously, they're going to get exponential re- growth results. The challenge is most companies, when you lift the hood and you get honest, they're usually good at one or the other. They're good at net new or they're good at cross sell. And I've said uh, for years, if you're good at one, put processes in place for the one you're not good at. And I think the the way to begin saying that now that we're turning the corner into the next level of AI in 2023 is put processes in place and put automation and artificial intelligence in place in the area you're not good at. And, and this allows you to keep your current staff, keep doing what you're doing that's working and, and put things in place that are going to allow you to uh, to augment those areas and I think that all of this is such an exciting frontier right now. Um, I'm just curious as we wrap up, like what's what's the one thing that you're most nervous about around AI? Most nervous is that people take AI for face value 
and not really ever take the time to truly understand. And what I mean by that is if you look at the chat GPT results, mm-hmm. if you look at them from high level, they look like, wow, that's pretty amazing. Look at all the data I got back. And look, I can even have have a book written within a couple hours just using chat GPT. But the reality is, while it looks like it's accurate and cool when it generates or renders that data back the first time, if you actually spend the time to go in and look at each of the different components or pieces of information that it provides you, it's more than likely today not as accurate. If you mm-hmm. if you even understand AI and algorithms and modeling, it's data that's only dated back to about 2021, I think, maybe mm-hmm. 2019. I can't remember the exact date, but so it's very limited information. And so it's not as accurate as one would like. And you need to be sure that instead of just taking it for face value, that you actually look at it, read it, understand it, internalize it, do your own research, and then come back and say, okay, I get it. Sounds right. This is what I need to tweak. And this is what I'm what I, what I, going to take away that is accurate in this article versus just, again, taking it for face value. And that's what I fear the most is that we get mesmerized and not actually spend the time to really dive in deeper. Wow. What a fascinating conversation. And I love um, what you're up to and I love the resource that you are. And um, how can folks get a hold of you and and get more Denise in their lives and get some help in in this area, making sense of, of all this? Well, more Denise in their lives might be a bit scary for them. <laughs> No, I think if you want to um, get to know me more, come see me on LinkedIn. I hang out a lot there. I am launching a podcast here shortly. So stay tuned for more information about that. In the meantime, I am also, I have a website, Denise Murtha. Bachman.com. So my LinkedIn is Denise Murtha. It's LinkedIn slash in slash Denise Martha Bachman. And then, um, and we'll, I'll get you all those links and you can always schedule some time. So I'll also put a calendar link in there for Daryl to post as well. Yeah. We'll make sure that gets in the show notes. Well, Denise, thank you so much for sharing your time, your expertise and your heart with us today. This has been a phenomenal conversation. I love it. it. Thank you very, very much. This has been great. So I appreciate you giving me the time to talk about AI and make it a little bit more positive. The goal is to embrace it, but maybe not with open arms, but at least embrace it with caution rather than fear. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Denise. And thank you to everybody listening in. We'll have to have Denise back uh, later on this year because this is a rapidly evolving um, area and there are, there's tremendous opportunity right now. And uh, one of the things that we're committed to do at the Revenue Growth Podcast is to bring you the latest, the greatest ideas as we all work together to figure out the best ways to drive revenue growth as we move forward throughout this year and beyond. Thank you to everyone out there that is um, on the cutting edge, that is working to drive growth. This is such a critical time. We've been saying this all along on the Revenue Growth Podcast, but it's you and the efforts that you put in Uh, that are the true engine, that are moving our economies forward, creating opportunity for people, creating revenue that uh, makes its way into nonprofit causes, all of it. It's really, really awesome, really, really beautiful. I want to let you know the work that you do matters, and we're committed here to helping you succeed. So as I said earlier, we've got a great roster of guests throughout the spring and summer. Make sure to like, subscribe, and do me a favor, share this podcast with your fellow peers. We're going to have uh, some great conversations ahead. So until next time, let's get going and let's get growing. Would you like to get complimentary access to the Revenue Growth Engine audiobook? 
Just text the word revenue to 21,000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book. You'll get instant access to the audiobook so you can get ideas to help you grow your revenue so you can scale your impact. Text the word revenue to 21,000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book to get instant access. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found ideas to help you drive exponential revenue growth so your business can make more of an impact. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to like or subscribe. It also helps us spread the word if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. Of course, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends. Together, we are growing revenue so we can scale our impact.